Hello, friends and family. This is Family Time 97, and we're talking about teamwork. This falls under the relationship skills component of our social-emotional learning competencies. In class, we're going to just discuss first, what is a team? Because a team is different than a group. It's a certain type of group. We belong to a lot of different groups. We have social groups. We have groups we belong to because we're a member of an organization, an activity. We have groups we belong to because of where we live or because of our jobs. But a team is something more than that. A team is a group of people who are working together and sharing their strengths in the pursuit of a common goal. And there are a lot of different definitions of team, but I, I think that common goal is essential to what makes a team. And in an ideal setting, you have sort of this familiar experience in a team. There's a bond there because a team is often having to overcome obstacles and challenges together. With that, we're going to talk about how teams benefit from a diversity of skills and strengths and personalities. I often think of football as an example of this because I played football through high school and college. I've coached football pretty much ever since. Football even to an outside observer who maybe doesn't understand a lot about the game, is a pretty good example of the combination of diverse skills. The offensive linemen and the wide receivers typically have sort of different body types and different skill sets. The quarterbacks, the running backs, all the defensive players, defensive linemen and cornerbacks, they're doing different things. And if you have all of these different people with these different sizes and strengths and speeds, all these different physical abilities, but also mental approaches to the game, if you combine them all together, you have this wonderful conglomeration. You have all of these different individuals coming together for one purpose, one goal, and that's a team. We could look at a lot of other sports that same way, but it kind of makes sense to me in football. You can have all of these different skill sets. And a team, a football team, for instance, probably wouldn't be very successful if everyone on the team was a lineman. You didn't maybe have somebody who was very skilled at running the ball, catching the ball, that sort of thing. On the flip side, a team full of running backs probably wouldn't be very successful if you didn't have the big guys up front to block. That diversity of skills and abilities and interests is essential to the team. I think that's true of any team. We need not people pulling in different directions, but people offering different thoughts, different strengths, 
bringing something to the table that fills gaps. Any relationship that is strong that you could maybe consider a team, even an individual relationship between friends or a romantic relationship. Ideally, you fill each other's gaps. You bring different strengths and interests to the table and they help help elevate both parties. In a team, you help elevate everyone by what you bring to the table and what you fill in, the gaps that you're able to fill. The other thing we're going to talk about is how we provide constructive feedback to our team members. That's an essential part of an effective, of of a successful team, is being able to coach each other up. Being able to deliver that feedback in a way that is constructive, that builds people up and doesn't tear them down. As a coach... That's what I'm always trying to do. I'm not physically performing the task. I'm trying to get the most out of the athletes. And I'm trying to do so in a way that elevates. That doesn't tear them down. I, it's part of my job to point out what we need to do better. But I need to do that in a way that is elevating. I think a great way to do that is to to highlight when things go well. I think we can point out shortcomings or areas of needed improvement, but we have to earn that. We have to do it in a dignified way, in a way that is respectful. I think that's important. And there's a lot more that can be said about that, but that's one thing we're gonna discuss in class. And kind of on that same note, I want us to consider how we can show grace or good sportsmanship, we often call it in athletics, in success and failure. How to be dignified when we win and we don't gloat and showboat and don't rub it in. And how we do the same thing even when things don't go our way. Because that is a big part of any, any team endeavor. It's one of the things that makes a team. If you're doing something difficult together, that's what strengthens that bond. And sometimes that's having failures and having struggles. And we need to be able to face our challenges and our struggles And not let those things tear us down and tear our team apart. It happens. It happens all the time. We see teams divided when things aren't going well. Those are the things we're going to talk about. I think they're important. I'm referring a couple times here to sports teams. But it doesn't need to to be that. That's an easy example. But as I mentioned, it could be any relationship. It could be a group of friends if you're doing something together and you have sort of a common goal. It's To me, the idea of a team is just that step beyond a group. We're not just a collection of individuals. We're something more. We become a collective. And that can be a family. 
that can be a friend group. That can be that can be a work group, a work team. At your job, if you're we're united and we're going to elevate each other. So we have to consider how we can be good teammates. And whether we're in a in an assigned leadership role or not, whether you're a team captain or a, a manager in a business setting, whatever it is, that doesn't matter. How do we lead? How do we help elevate the team? That's it. That's what we're talking about this week. Have a great week. Focus on what we contribute to our teams. Much love. (laughs) 